Never in the history of the world have the merchants of obscenity had available to them the modern facilities for disseminating this filth. Disseminating this filth. The onslaught of the communist masters of deceit. Bingo. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Steve. Hello, Marlo. Hello. We're all here. Welcome to Pinko Kami Sluts. It's, uh, I don't know. It's at it's, it's some point in time in the space-time continuum. How? Yeah, I, I had all these, like, little bits and rants to go with, but I just forgot all of them. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Me too, because I'm in the middle of Watching the original Hunters. Oh, word. Yo, I just heard... Uh, I, I boys just, from Brazil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that... Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> no, that movie rocks. Um, yeah, much better than Hunters. Uh, no <laughs> dumb chess bullshit. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I just uh, remembered that um, Eastbound and Down exists as a television show, and I told my parents, like, hey, we should watch that. And uh, they're like, what is it? And I'm like, you like righteous gemstones? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, yeah, let's just watch East Family Down. And it's fucking delightful. Holy shit, that's a great show. <laughs> that, I agree. That is a great show. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I yeah. myself was binging Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah, I see Netflix continually try and recommend that to me as I watch Star Trek. Yeah, so, uh, which, so I'm fucking full of karate right now, guys. I'll, I'm gonna square up on anybody. I'm gonna gonna do a kata. It's a uh, continuation of the Karate Kid story. Oh, okay. Literally 40 years later. All right. Well, same so, actor. Yeah. Yes. Ralph Macchio's in it, and the. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's it's not it's it's funny. Um, okay. Uh, I'll just say um, while Stephen is as is well known both a hero lifeguard who saves children's lives, he's mm-hmm. also an Eagle Scout. But I, little known, am a black belt in karate. Oh my God. Uh oh. Put hey Matt, put in some uh, like watcha, air, watcha. yeah, put in some whatcha whatcha like boards breaking, but also like some air horns, some celebratory air horns. Burr, 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 we got a black belt here. for like five years straight at my local karate school and you got a black belt if you did that. 
Uh, but yeah, I did some katas. Hell yeah. I, I, I did. No, karate. Has, okay. Have any of you guys done like 90s uh, middle school karate? Oh, hell yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. No, that shit's fun. It was great. I did. Uh, the style I did was called. Goju Ryu. Mine was this fucking South Jersey weeb who basically, like, quote unquote, invented his own style, which he called Western Mixed. Um, but it was, it, it had some like Taekwondo elements. Well, anyway. my, my teacher, uh, my teacher's claim to fame is that he had trained with Chuck Norris. that is a hundred percent true and like it was him he was the main sensei uh and uh his brother or brother-in-law was like the co-teacher and he like he would do things like front snap kick like right in front of my face and be like good you didn't flinch (laughs) (laughs) no i totally uh broke a board and that shit fucking ends yeah mine was like it was mine was like a little like unofficial like it wasn't like mall karate it was like at the gymnasium at a middle school in dundalk maryland yeah, mine was South Jersey strip ball karate, I'll say. <laughs> also, um, the daughter of the sensei, who was older than me, who I thought initially was super cool, turned out to be a racist. Damn. Cool. Yeah, and it yeah. freaked me. It like it, I, it was the first time I remember being like freaked out that someone was racist but like i guess in my 11 year old mind racist on purpose is what it felt like i was like startled by this uh she i was really into yin yang symbols because <laughs> like, it was <clears throat> the 90s the mid 90s and um, oh yeah I had a tiger fighting dragon patch. Yeah, I was, I was, I I was super whatever, but I, so I liked it beyond just my karate uh, (laughs) love there. And she told me, um, oh yeah, the light side is like the man side and the dark side is the woman side, but it Uh, sucks. Yeah, I remember, like, people trying to explain yin-yang back when that was a thing. But then she made it racist, and she was like, yeah, because everyone knows, like, white is better. And she, like, looked at me, and I was like, whoa, 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 fuck. Well, honestly, that also involves sexism, so she basically did a massage noir. She did a Jordan Peterson. She did a massage noir. I am someone who has just finished a book by Angela Davis, so I am an expert on this You're the resident expert on this podcast. Yeah, I'm the resident expert on massage noir. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I have just read Women, Race, and Class uh, by Angela Davis. And now I'm reading a Lennon. But anyway, yeah, no, I totally, I absolutely, I had a black belt in karate. So I have a black belt in karate. It's like Eagle Scout. It's like you don't grow out of that. Yes, one of my favorite things. Once you accomplish it, 
you know, if you've taken enough Scoutmaster dick you, you take it to the grave summer camp, you are forever an Eagle Scout. I am forever a black belt in karate. Uh, what kind and of karate? So the karate kind. That means everyone. Marlo can kick everyone's ass. Come at us. Patreon tier. I have broken a board with a palm strike. I've seen Marlo use his karate skills. It's quite impressive. It's unexpected, but impressive. Yeah, it's like how I can, like, water ski, and that's just the skill I have. And you wouldn't think it, looking at me, talking to me, any of that shit. But I absolutely know how to competently water skate. It's a thing I know how to do. I think all this time in South Jersey has really crippled your ability to say water. Yeah, you know. He's, you did <laughs> You did say water ski. Yeah, water Yeah, well, that's called code switching because I'm... <laughs> I am the resident working class bumpkin from the Delaware Bay, uh, and I say things like water skate. Anyway, I have absolutely no topic this week. I don't know. Does anyone have a thing to talk about? Oh my god. I just started Lennon. I could talk about the thing that I just started with Lennon. Um, Which Lennon did you start the three components of Marxism, it's the thing that Mike Duncan cited in his, like, intro Marx episode on the uh, the Russian Revolution season. Because as we talked about, I'm in the middle of state and revolution. Oh, now, yeah. Bunny, where's your lens? <laughs> yeah, what Lenin have you been we're, reading? We're, we're revolutionary. Gonna... I've just been going on uh, different Twitter accounts and <laughs> and being like this quote isn't from Lenin uh, when they're wrong. So that's my my current contribution. I do always say more people should read Lenin, but Honestly, I, buddy, I don't know how you haven't be been rehired by your like quiz app show thing you did because with the pandemic and whatnot. Uh, I would be playing so many quiz apps. I know. Yeah, it seems like a thing. I also feel like that might have been something that people did while they're at work, and now that people aren't at work... Yeah, but they only showed it, like, after work when I'm trying to talk to someone at a bar or whatever. Yeah. People people would love my very current and... (laughs) Absurd, but true trivia. I, I oh, yeah. miss it. Yeah, no, there's so many like questions that could be easily answered if I subscribed <laughs> to a YouTube channel that was like 20 funniest hyper fails of today. Yes. That would basically solve. Oh my God, you would have so many WAP jokes that you would I know I oh, believe me I would have <laughs> I would have gone to town uh yeah it sucks also it was such an interesting experience because they gave us like I would I made constant uh allusions to us all being communists uh 
on the show. <laughs> like, and they were like, yeah, fine. It's whatever, whatever. Uh, but then they were sort of in control of what kinds of questions. And yes, they loved those fail videos. Yeah, no, they just love that. You would have to know what Fall Guys is if yes. you had this job today. Oh, I tried Fall Guys. Oh, yeah. I, I finally tried. I went over to our friend's Beep's name, um, and uh, I played some Fall Guys, and uh, uh, I'm fairly Fall Guys-pilled. I mean, yeah, no, it's a, I'd be it's more a Fall Guys... Game. I'd be more Fall Guys pilled if I was like ten years old, but you know. Well, you know what? Time doesn't march. But um, time doesn't march forward after two thousand. Yeah, yeah, we are living in multiple timelines. It's Mario Party without the stupid board game part, with just the like fucking mini games, which was the only part of Mario Party you like to play. Uh, plus, like, 60 people. Like, it fucking owns. It's a great game. It's a delightful game. In these trying and unprecedented times, fuck it. Play Fall Guys. Shit. Yeah, no, that could be a sponsor. I don't know. But they don't need a sponsor, because they just fucking rule. And uh, no one can touch them. No one can touch them. Anyway, this is the longest we've gone since the start of an episode before I have mentioned Fall Guys, so I just want to say that out loud. Um, anyway, like... Congrats. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, usually we go off on current events, and honestly, I don't know what's happening. Uh, the VMAs are today. Oh, also several, uh, like, between... One and several um, major party conventions. Oh, shit. And also a general, like, another uh, BLM-related uh, crisis of capitalism is happening. Yeah, actually, shit. A bunch of shit's been happening. We, we have a lot of stuff. At the beginning of this week was, like, fascism. Um, oh, yeah. In, like, the RNC convention, which was just fun. I and did not the, watch any of the conventions. So. I watched more of it than I did the DNC. I watched actually 0% of any of it. I've heard the Chapo episode. Well, no, actually, I didn't listen to the whole one. I heard like 60% of a Chapo episode on the RNC, and that's as much as I got on that. So knock yourself out. I've just been avoiding that uh, RNC song that everybody <laughs> keeps. I will beat you because I didn't even know there was a song. Yeah, what's this song, buddy? It's just like... It, I don't, I did, I refuse to listen, but it's something about, I want to be at the RNC, and they're naming a bunch of people. That reminds me of the Pride song from my um, middle school. Well, well, yes, that that commonly known uh, Pride song oh, from wait, your no, middle school. Actually, no, okay, no, actually I got that confused. It reminds me of the pride song from my mom's middle school. (laughs) (laughs) We all know as well, but share with uh, our listener. No, this is actually a thing because in uh, high school through early college, I had a good friend from home 
And, uh, hey. we, yeah, I know. I, I Again, it's called code switching. I, I, I'm doing a bit. But anyway, <laughs> um, we connected on the fact that both our fucking boomer mothers um, knew this fucking pride song from Ocean City Middle School. Uh, and it goes, uh, Ocean City, we are proud of you. We love every inch of your soil <laughs> in the summertime, in the wintertime for you, we toil. You're the best little town by the ocean. You're the best little town by the bay. Where? Ocean City by the ocean. <laughs> and down by the beautiful, down by the beautiful, down by the beautiful bay. Yeah, no, so anyway... Yeah, uh, multiple people um, have parents who know this song because they were made to sing it in second grade middle school. And then those parents ended up moving back into the area because no one progresses past Ocean City High School. Um, (laughs) And so, like, we all just know this song from our moms having to, like, sing it. And I actually, my mom has a story where she had this real fucking Nazi, um, actually, yeah, I said middle school, it's like primary school, she had this, like, Nazi-ass fucking teacher in second grade, music teacher, you know how music teachers in elementary school do. Anyway, so... I had a very woke music teacher. I had a music teacher who was named Mr. Hare, and he was bald, and it was great. My music teacher, God, oh, fuck. I don't remember her name, but she had Lyme disease, and she was real keen on telling you that white people stole all this music. Yes, she was white. (laughs) She was white. Uh, That's great. Um, Yeah, I just just had Mr. Charsky, and he was closeted homosexual oh yeah i mean he's a music teacher but (laughs) yeah like what could you yeah like honestly the whole thing with music class is they should start you on the fucking uh recorder in kindergarten and i should have been playing a string instrument by like fifth grade like I, i don't understand why i had so many years of music class and less than half of them involved explaining what a note was (laughs) like it was all like oh let's all sing this song together and that doesn't explain to me what music is i i've anyone can sing well yeah that's the point yeah no but that's stupid i'm in class i should be being educated oh my gosh Anyway, so my mom has... Were you were you aware of this at the time? Were you like, excuse me, as Smith? The first time I was given a recorder and I learned to play hot cross buns, I realized, oh, I should have known how to do this years ago. There is no reason they waited this long to teach me how to do this bullshit. And it was probably like third grade. Um, but yeah, like make kids like actually learn to do a music. I I mean, I'm not fighting you. Anyway, so the point is, uh, (laughs) my mom had this. Make them learn hot cross buns in kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. Hot cross buns 
every kindergartner should be able to play that. I don't give a shit if it's a tin flute, a harmonica, or a fucking recorder. Every child should just know how to play. But um, anyway, that, is that hot cross? Is that a hot cross buns rendition that I haven't heard before? Anyway, uh, yo, it's also Matt, three blends. Throw up some mad fucking like techno cover hot cross bun break. <laughs> hot cross buns. Throw up some no, throw up some like super fucking metal, like fucking brutal, like just a fucking electric bass that someone just put through a wood chipper version of hot cross buns. Throw up some like just sludge fucking hot cross buns. So my mom had this Nazi-ass music teacher, and also she was in kindergarten, and she had hamsters. Um, meanwhile, the pregnant hamster was giving birth. These will become related later on. So gave birth and began eating the babies. They, The music teacher made them sing the song that I sang earlier, and they were like... Walking around class having to sing this fucking Ocean City Nazi song <laughs> as they were marching around the room singing Ocean City, We Are Proud of You. That was the story <laughs> I was trying to tell. And honestly, in hindsight, given uh, what is going on in Wisconsin right now, uh, seems very disrespectful. Honestly, it sounds like the RNC, or at least what little of the RNC I watched. Just people eating babies. Yeah. I, did you watch any of the RNC, Bunny? I did watch, what's her face, Kara Gifoyle. Garfoyle? Uh, Gargoyle. I I watched it with the uh, she, Annihilation uh, soundtrack behind it. Yeah. And That's I the, watched a little you Melania. Put that in. I watched a little Melania just because people were like, "Oh, like do your Melania impression again." And she, this bitch, never talks, so it's like, can, can you can you do it the next two minutes and Melania? <laughs> the next two minutes. <laughs> the next two just in code switch. <laughs> Uh, okay. We can't just use code switch to mean do an impression. That's <laughs> not uh, what that word means. You know, when you're in the environment of the pinko comedy. For slash, me, you, as an you, actor, yes, it does, Marlo. <laughs> yeah. And she was also in a Castro. Daniel uh, Day Lewis is very well known for his code switching. 
Yes. <laughs> but I didn't, uh, you know, I decided last time I wasn't going to watch these conventions with any sincerity. I also decided that, and I didn't watch them at all. Yeah, I just watched... I played Fall Guys. Yeah, handful Guys. Uh, I, I gotta watched- say, like, the first two nights were probably the most fun. Um, in that they, like, came you, out of the... Do you think Michael Moore is right? What? I already know the answer, I think. Uh, Michael Moore. Michael Moore today said, Trump's gonna win again. No, a hundred percent. I went. I went to go to my grandmother's 80th or, uh, birthday yesterday. Yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, once you get 15 minutes out of the city, it's just Trump flags, like every direction. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, on the other hand, and if you watch the two conventions, there's only one one party that acts like they're gonna win. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of obvious. Like, it's okay. I, I don't mean to say that like nationalist triumphalism like beats out a very sad and mournful, tepid liberalism, but it kind of does. Okay, counterpoint: uh, the smart bet's still on the Dems winning. Yeah, and it was <laughs> the last time. <laughs> yeah, but like it might be right this time. I don't know. It might. That's the key to every Democratic victory. Oh, it might be right this time. Well, okay, like the Democrats made it out so that Donald Trump is the spawn of Satan. Like, not even the spawn. Okay. Like Like, the sperm that came out of the devil's cock. And then all he has to do to counter that is you see Trump being like, I don't talk about my ass. Okay. Great. But then I, all wait no. Then all he has to do is to appear less than the semen that came out of the devil's cock, and people go, "Oh, the Democrats aren't telling the truth about that." And then they'll be like, "Oh, maybe Trump isn't as bad as everybody else says." So. Okay. And then they're like, the economy is literally the worst it has ever been in since I was alive. And we have a near unprecedented um, hyper disaster that is going on to the point where you won't physically walk into a voting booth this year. I just like feel like you've been you've been like really pounding at this point. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, I've been really pounding at the fucking just, apocalypse happened to occur under Trump. Yeah, and you really pounded out, like, the Dems are gonna choose Kamala or Cory Booker, and you were wrong about that, too. Yeah, but, like, also, you were like, oh, they're gonna choose Klobuchar. No, like, you consistently go on, like, oh, this is fucking stupid, and maybe that'll happen, and I agree with you that's not the dumbest fucking strategy on the world, in the world, but sometimes smart shit happens, and, like, at the end of the day, it, 
is the worst situation we've been in going into November on a year that divides by four? Not if you looked at the stock market. Even if the <laughs> stock like market is going all right. There are just, I'm saying there are levels of simulation that we wrap around a turd to make it seem like it's not a turd. Yeah, and everything I'm talking about is a series of simulations. They've just been... Uh, useful in predicting material changes historically. That doesn't mean they're going to be useful this time around, but honestly, like, we need to prepare ourselves for the strong possibility Biden could easily win because... This is a historically unprecedented, stupid fucking time. And you have to be a historically unprecedented, stupid fucking person to lose. You should walk around America. I, I don't, again, that's just like every fucking, like, major, uh, what's it called? Uh, fucking opinion writer for every, like, major paper of record in the last 40 years was like, oh yeah, I like have a cousin from Kentucky and like they think this. And we used to laugh at them and ignore them because they were always wrong. And then Trump won and they happened to be right one time. And I, I don't know. It just seems like at the end of the day, Biden can easily fucking win this. And it is his to lose. And he's been doing this for so long. Maybe he'll win. I don't think that's a ridiculous way of thinking about this. Yeah. I mean, you know me. That is not a vote of confidence. Yeah. I'm not going to vote for Biden. <laughs> I think Biden will win because Trump's going to fall down these damn stairs. Yeah, like, he, he almost did this week, and I was, uh, he stumbled a, just a little bit. I mean, they're both psychotic fucking old people. Like, one of them could get a stroke easily. Yeah, no, I I just think Trump is wildly popular. And yeah. has been, has been uh, consistently under underestimated. Yeah, um, no, and I, I, Trump could win, but it just seems like... 51% of the time, at least, Biden should win. I, I just feel like I just... he ought to win. <laughs> I'm not yes. going to vote for him. I don't care. I have this, at this point, weird Zizekian accelerationist theory where I slightly hope Trump might win over the person who, again, I have to say... See, now, this interests me. I want to hear the Zizekian acceleration. No, I was really going to phrase, uh, segue into he, Princess, died his family in the 70s. Um, Wait, Biden did or Trump? Yeah, Biden, Princess, Diana, his family in the 70s. Wait, but where does the accelerationism... Oh, that was... No, that was a side point. I wasn't going to make that my focus. I was going to make the other thing my focus. But you were interested in that. But I still wasn't. I don't know. I mean, no, generally, I think that at the end of the day, if you actually value electoral politics as a tool of uh, 
social change. Um, and I'm not sure if you should. But if you do, I don't see why from the left you would want Biden to win. Like, I don't honestly like. OK, so the the idea of electoral politics, it's a very economic liberal idea of you as a voter have a choice to make in the marketplace of politics and yeah and like everybody knows when you make a choice at the market you know if you don't choose uh one of the choices uh you choose the other one even if you don't pick it up (laughs) that's the idea joe biden and donald trump in the like absolute positive taking them at face value explanation of why american democracy is a good thing Joe Biden and Donald Trump are selling a product to the American people, and you, as a voter, have a choice on the market of what to do. And based on your choices, they will alter the product. So if the Democrats feel that they need to win the left, they'll present things to the left to make them win the left. If they feel like the left will buy their product regardless, they won't do that. And like, if you believe that voting matters, frankly, the answer is you don't fucking vote for Biden. I will absolutely stand by that. I'm not saying vote for Trump because that's fucking stupid. But no, if the Democrats ever are going to feel a need to appeal to the left they need to feel that the left will have conditions for voting for them and therefore they must meet those conditions if you don't have conditions they won't they'll appeal to the right which is what biden is doing biden's appealing to the right because the right might not vote for biden if he doesn't do things to appeal to the right well what do you think about the idea that if Trump wins again, that's it for America? It's done. We'll never have another election ever again. I mean, if, if we don't reinvent our economy in 10 years, we'll die from global warming. So who gives a shit? Yeah. Uh, what I think is funny about that line of argument is um uh so then why aren't we talking about killing him <laughs> yeah no absolutely that's uh, again yeah. like, oh. like again if it's this serious if he's going to ruin everything forever then uh it doesn't matter if biden loses Okay. Well, that's why. That's why I'm. That's why I'm on the side of uh, left needs to military coup. Uh, well, yeah. I, well, that's several others. I well, I just <laughs> pitched in. Uh, shout out to our sponsor, Comrade Marianne's Tank Meme Stash. Uh, I just pitched the idea of a miracle rifle association. <laughs> Okay, that could work. I, I actually I had this idea for a while um, of a Quaker terrorist group. Okay, it was called Friends of Peace 
Because, you know, like, Quakers use the term, like, friends to describe themselves. Mm-hmm. And also had this, like, kind of Orwellian, like, Ministry of Peace, Ministry of Love, blah, blah, blah. Um, basic theme. Uh, so, yeah, it was called the Friends of Peace. And it was basically, I have this whole, like, fucking universe laid out of this post-apocalyptic balkanized America. And this was, like, a character group that, like, formed in, like post-apocalyptic Philadelphia um, where it would be like this like Philadelphia, Pennsylvania nationalist Quaker uh, terrorist organization that would uh, basically take the doctrinal ideas of Quakerism in this whole like weird way and they'd like suicide bomb places for Philadelphia <laughs> independence uh, to promote the uh, inner lights view of peace. It's a whole thing I had. It's nice. Alright, <laughs> to get back to the electoralism, I want to I wanna indulge your, your argument about the two parties are selling, selling things. Um, I agree with you on that point. And my argument for why Trump will win is because Republicans are better at selling what they are selling and the Democrats are terrible at selling. I 100% agree with that. And the argument is backed up watching the two conventions. And the one thing I noticed at the RNC is that every single speech from the token like a black preacher, democratic black preacher from Kentucky to like the naturalized people uh, who get immigration status or whatever. For every single speech, they had school choice like written into their speech. Oh yeah, no, that's just... From Garfoyle to Don Jr. to... You know, Mike Pence to to Donald Trump's big glorious moment of fascist glory. Um, they are selling the idea not just that like the troubles in the city are going to spread into the suburbs, and you know, protest mobs and antifa is going to come into your suburban cul-de-sac and and take your property and burn the church down. But they're selling the idea that legislatively, Democrats are going to take away your ability to choose which school your children go to. Unfortunately, they won't. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean- again, it's a straw man. But my point is there was not a single concrete policy idea on the Democratic side that they were selling. They were selling change. You know, representational yeah. change. Mean, you were selling, you know, this idea of, um, you know, him being the spawn of Satan, mm-hmm. and that we not the spawn of Satan. But, but the the Republicans were like, your children, in order to be good in America, need to have the choice to go to whatever school, preferably a charter school, but whatever school that they wanted to. And if you don't elect us. That right will be taken away from you. I Complete. fucking wish. I would, vote, I would vote for Biden. I would vote for Biden if he provided a comprehensive anti-private school, anti-charter school plan. I would do it for that reason. I like literally. You want to talk to me about like 
oh, well, I want Medicare for all. I want student debt forgiveness. I want to, like, uh, nationalize all private property and, like, fucking start 100%. murdering the bourgeoisie. Like, blah, blah, blah. Sure, whatever. I would settle. I would <laughs> settle for a Robespierrean war against charter schools. 100%. Like, I wish the fucking Democrats ran on an anti-school choice platform. Because, like, at the end of the day, you look at unionism in America. You look at which unions mean anything anymore. Teachers. There, yeah, that's it. There's barely any unions well, that's, that can... That's That's why the the dual power idea of unions, uh, like, has been completely a lost. Oh yeah, no, dual power hasn't been a thing since like 1984. Dual power hasn't been a thing since uh, efforts for family was supposed to take place. Um, That was (laughs) no, no, no. But but the, the dual power I envision is a military dual power. That's from Frederick Jameson. I'm sure that's true. Yeah, actually, no, yeah, we were using dual power to mean a th- different thing. Well, I was. Um, I didn't understand your reference. Well, no, because I was thinking of the, like, Keynesian uh, settlement between the unions and uh, management and capital that like existed in most of the century before 1979. Dual power generally uh, refers to the idea of the pre-October Revolution uh, Russia with, between the Soviets and the provisional government and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was. Yeah, but the like the whole idea. The Democrats have completely betrayed the unions forever. And the last union that kind of matters is the teachers' union. And, yeah, if the Democrats gave a fuck about unionism and rebuilding the union... They don't. Right. But it would be taken for granted that private schools and charter schools are the enemy... That every fucking voucher program, school choice bullshit should be opposed to the absolute extent. And same with abortion. Like, what? They don't stand for anything. Which is why when they sell the American people on voting for a Democrat, in this case Biden, they uh, fail at it. They fail to make the pitch because they don't. They don't believe in anything, and they have nothing to sell. They have this idea of change and representation, and and like different faces managing your problems that you like more than other faces. <laughs> but like the Republicans have something to sell, and in this case, at this RNC, it wasn't like choose for abortion, or you know, it it was like choice of school. Like, the idea that your freedoms are going to be taken away from you when we offer free market of school. When it's not, I mean, they act as though uh, charter schools, this whole system has been around forever. And somehow 
there's some kind of unusual push to control it. And like Marlo said, the Democrats aren't doing anything to limit uh, the creation of charter schools. And literally, I will say this to the to my earlier point about voting should be a cost benefit analysis you make where I want to push the party to a position by either withholding or granting my vote based on positions they take. I will vote for the Democratic candidate, even if it's Joe Biden, if he dedicates himself to publishing the addresses of people who own stock in charter schools and letting (laughs) people know that it's okay to murder them. Basically, we just want... A public execution of Bessie DeVos, right? Is that what we're all calling? I am uh, totally fine with being in student debt and not being able to treat, uh, like, just, like, I'm going to lose all my teeth in the next five years because I haven't been to the dentist in God knows how long. Um, and, like, I'm okay with that. If a genie showed up and said, lose all your teeth in five years and charter schools are gone, or keep all your teeth, but there's charter schools, I will 100% take out charter schools for that shit. 100% Joe Biden. This is how you will get my vote. I'm totally okay with that. I will do whatever it takes. I will repeal 160 years of First Amendment jurisprudence to ban homeschooling. Whatever it takes. <laughs> like, absolutely. Uh, the school is a thing of the people and by the people and of the government. Your child should be indoctrinated in government schools. And if you have anything other than the mainstream standard public school education, you are a thought criminal and you should be sent to room 101 or whatever the fuck it is in 84. A thought criminal. Yeah. See, this is why this is why Jabari Brisport was such a good candidate. Um, he won. Uh, but yeah, he was the DSA candidate in Brooklyn who is a public school teacher and ran on a platform of limiting charter schools or eliminating charter schools. Um, and he won. Yeah. He won. They're I mean, a fucking plague. Well, and also they are a means of disseminating whatever kind of belief system people with a little bit of money yeah. uh, have an interest in pushing without any like kind of yeah, collective... Like- Many, many private schools and, do not turn I, your kids gay. And if there's one <laughs> point of public schools, it is to turn your kids gay. Wait, the public schools turn your kids gay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, because yeah. the awesome and they turn your kids gay. And many private schools refuse to turn your because, kids gay. Yeah, you get a guarantee. Because you get a handshake at the beginning. Liberal like, education. We guarantee your kid won't be gay uh, at this private preparatory institution. Yeah. Well, then they start telling you about like flat Earth theory and okay. like, the Earth okay, was so made six thousand years ago. Uh, 
cynically say this genie comes back to you and it's like, you gotta have charter schools. Uh, sorry, I took all your teeth, Marlo, but <laughs> you gotta have charter schools, but you can pick what kinds of charter schools there are. Um, of course, I'd pick just a general great baseline of education uh, based around my interests specifically, which are uh, ancient history <laughs> and uh, which is what is most it's most very important. Definitely uh, push class. Um, but. I also would like uh, a flat earth school. Uh, I would like every, oh, well, definitely. I will, I will create a preparatory school <laughs> that teaches chess, but only the D4 opening, the gayest opening. <laughs> <laughs> I will have a gay chess school. And it will Marlon's go, gay chess school. Yeah. Queen's Gambit decline, Queen. <laughs> QGD, baby. Uh, yeah, no, it'll have Indian defenses. It'll be called yeah. Nimzovich Academy. Oh, I want to open. And not only that, but everybody yeah, will be Russian. Language. I want to open. Um... I want to open. It'll have school. one E4 opening, and that will be French defense because that's a gassed <laughs> one. Steve is laughing at all of it. Yeah. E4, E6. Or also known as suck a penis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this will appeal to literally 25% of our audience, as far as I know. Oh, yeah. Well, I also think I'd like to have a goth school. <laughs> Where everybody just takes turn uh, well, risk cutting? That's second period. Yeah. That's second um, period. <laughs> uh, that's after they take turns smoking behind the school. I just like the idea of all the morning announcements using... Um, oh, what the fuck is that song? Matt, play the song so I sound like a genius right now. It's the one by The Cure that's like Friday and whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, anyway, my idea yeah, Friday, yeah, no, my idea, though, is all the morning announcements, like, say what date it is by, like, the snippet of that song that says that day of the week. Oh, 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 and we have school uniforms. Well, yeah. yeah. Black. And there's mandatory yeah. eyeliner. Um, this joke sucks. No! I'm not, okay, I'm not saying the original premise sucks. I just mean, like, where it's going. I don't know. Where it's going is uh, all goth school can't work because uh, goths thrive on minority status. Eventually, you're going, you know, one semester in, you're going to have a subset just rebel and do some kind of uh, pastel goth thing where they're essentially just a regular person. Yeah, people's front of Judea and whatever. Yeah. Splitters. Um, damn, there was a, news, a physical newspaper on the kitchen table in my parents' house, and I opened it up to the funnies. 
Did you know Foxtrot is still a fucking comic that I Bill, did not. Bill Amend, I guess, continues to do? Yeah, if you, like, get on a certain number of physical newspapers, funny pages, and you did that by 1998, you have a job for the rest of your life. And that's cool as shit. Good for them. I have a newspaper in front of me, too. It's a socialist newspaper. Which one? That I stole. uh, Struggle La Lunch. Okay, who prints it? Or Socialism... Pour it out social. Oh, wait, is it Spanish um, language? Yeah, it's Spanish language. I got it from a guy at a at a stop uh, rent okay. or cancel rent uh March two. He had a sign that said Cuba has no homeless. And then it cut to the next line. <laughs> People. Yeah. Yeah, good for Cuba. Um yeah, he was great. Yeah, I know. Oh, like there's, all this, okay, there's Beetle Bailey. You know, there. Cuba. You know what there isn't on this fucking funny pages is Dilbert. And why does Scott Al- Adams have to be posting like insane shit rather than making Dilbert comics? I like Dilbert comics. It's like, oh my god, I have to go to work. That sucks. Yeah, good for like Dilbert comics, but <laughs> good for Dilbert comics, but. Yeah, no. Scott Adams is what I think. Yeah, and well deserved because Scott Al- Adams is an insane human. But like, Beto Bailey preceded newspapers. There's always been Beetle Bailey. I don't know who. Uh, okay, let me look up the author. Uh, Mort Walker. Okay, so the, like, first name of the person who writes Beetle Bailey, which I'm sure he's been dead for centuries, is Mort. He's just sitting there. He's not on Twitter saying, like, oh, did you know that, like, women are evolutionarily, psychologically trained to only go after chads and therefore Pizzagate and you should vote for Donald Trump? Mort, uh... I'm going to say Walker. Mort Walker is not saying that. He's just doing Beetle Bailey comics. Good for Mort Walker. I think we. I, I think this is a new segment, which is just uh, Marlo finding people to be like, good for this person. They're just doing their thing. Not yeah. bothering anybody. Literally anyone who is not Scott Adams. I will do a thing of like, like good for you. You're not Scott Adams. I like this headline in this paper. Black indigenous solidarity beats NFL slur skins. Okay, I want to kill myself. That actually reminds me of the thing that pissed me off, that, like, apparently the NBA is ending the strike because, like, Barack Obama's like, oh, you'll actually, like, win more power by not striking. Yeah, I know. He just takes all the fun out of everything. I don't know. He's just a big old wet blanket. He's like, hey guys. I, I, that's I am the rock worst fucking impression I've ever heard. But also, it's, it's, okay. not, it's not racist, so I won't tell you to like work on it because, you know. Because it wasn't racist enough, Marlo. No, it wasn't racist at all. So, like, if he, like, tries a different thing, there's a non-zero chance it'll be racist. <laughs> 
I like them ads. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Obama doesn't get out of bed unless people are having a lefty good time somewhere. Yeah. No, I just... Gotta shut it down. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, so here's the thing. A bunch of shit has happened, and I, uh... What's going what? on in Wisconsin? Wait, wait. No, I'm talking, about, talking about, like, the, the fucking Kenosha, dude. Yeah, that's what I, What's going on in, in I mean, Wisconsin right now? Like, are yeah. are they still battling it out on the streets? I mean, I'm saying I'm like, right sure. now. Uh, like, there's a few Twitter feeds I could follow, but, but, but yeah, they've been... Yeah, generally. It, it was disgusting the amount of support that kid got. Just, ah, uh, gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, unfortunately not surprising. Uh, before. Oh, actually, this, and it, this does lead us into a segment I'll call Nathan Gay Robinson. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I call him. God. That's just uh, atrocious. But um, no, the no, literally. Anna, if you saw the Portland shooting last night, yes, that that did also happen. Yeah. So Nathan, you know, a, a homosexual Robinson said, uh, <laughs> "Well, re- we really had the moral high ground with a uh, Kyle Rittenhauer, whatever the fuck that piece of shit's name is." Um, and it would really be terrible, uh, and it's terrible to see people celebrating this on the left, or whatever, I don't know. But, like, yeah, he had to, like, make this whole fucking thing, where, honestly, it does seem like self-defense. Obviously, I'm biased, and I don't give a shit. Uh, the Portland shooting last night was 100% self-defense. Kyle, bitch, in Kenosha was a fucking psychopath mass shooter. Don't care. I, I'm not a fucking stupid person who needs to say, well, actually, logically, bah, bah, bah. yeah, one side's right, the other side's wrong. Fuck you. <laughs> but, yeah, but I mean, what uh, was interesting to me is that the narrative was already... By the time I got up and read about it, the narrative was already all over the place with people trying to switch around the sequence of events to make it seem like whatever. What happened? What happened? All I saw when I woke up was that it possibly unrelated. And then I was like, oh, so it what wasn't are we, part of it. And then I Which shooting yeah. are you talking about? Portland shooting. I, I woke I up this morning. I checked. I checked. The yeah, I'm also confused about that oh, one. Okay. I'm saying like the the. Well, the shooting, I'm gonna say, is 100% self-defense. Uh, there's like two videos. I watched them both because they both involved the Nazi dying. And yeah, this dude in Portland, basically the protester there, got in an altercation with a Patriot prayer asshole. Patriot Prayer had been riding on, like, basically technicals the entire night. Like, basically just on uh, fucking, like, pickups that were being driven around the street and, like, just blasting mace in random people's faces. And he got in an altercation with a Patriot Prayer dude. And um, 
Patriot Prayer guy may or may not have had a gun. I don't know. I haven't looked it up since then. Definitely maced the dude, and the dude um, shot him with a gun, and the Patriot Prayer guy died. That was a Portland shooting. Uh, okay. I mean, that's a dead dire. Nazi. I don't give uh, a shit. The, I mean, I mean, I don't mean dire as in like a, it's a bad or good thing that he died. It's a good thing, but it's dire that I guess. Oh yeah, I mean, like happening. I mean, I'm watching the caravan. I'm watching the caravan right well, now. Okay, have you ever listened to? Uh, 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 actually, have we listened to that together? It could happen here or whatever the Robert Evans podcast. Or listen to it. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. If- Bunny, I'm sorry. I was mistaken. Yeah, you yeah. were talking so, about the Kenosha uh, one, though. Kenosha, even, um, like, I was seeing people say, no, 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 it happened uh, this way. This was the sequence of events. And, um, like, with people immediately uh, acting like he had somehow been attacked or cornered and defended himself. Uh, but it, what I was seeing at least was what appeared to be the footage of people chasing him down after he had shot the two people he killed. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he shot and, a guy and then everyone's defending the fact that someone's trying to take his gun away after he shot someone. Yeah, and he blew that guy's arm off. Right, and, and there was, I, I got alternating reports that there wasn't a, Self defense that he could make oh, for the okay, first shooting, so, there was. Yeah. Because I heard that there was a gun that was shot in the air while they were chasing him for an unknown reason. And that was when he turned around and shot two people face, was after a gun was shot. Yeah, that's the, the confusing part. Um, yeah. I, and like, because then I, you know, I, it, then uh, people are like, well, all these people have guns. Like, there's, you know, uh, people who get really focused on the idea that there are gang members and, you know, uh, our, our dear, sweet Antifa super soldiers out there in the mix as well. As if it's an equally distributed uh, situation of civilians um, who are armed. It's- and, yeah, the reason he was well, yeah, psychotic. And, uh, okay, so to, okay, so to real quick... Lawyer brain the shit versus at the yeah. As far as this trial goes, I don't fucking know because there's about thirty fucking witnesses that'll end up getting called up out of like a hundred fucking that got interviewed, and I don't know if yeah. Literally half the country thinks that dude was fine in every decision he made. Half the country mm-hmm. thinks he's okay. I don't know what a jury's going to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck him. He's a piece of shit Nazi. And... Mm-hmm. Blue Matter Chud, who and he fucking murdered two people and maimed another one. The idea of, like, is he guilty, is he innocent? I don't know. Uh, he might... Get found not guilty. That's a strong cause. I mean, that's that's the thing that's insane. Is that like? I mean, you, you get to be special. I mean, of 
of course. There's so it's many that he's white, but it's that he's got a gun. Like you're this special thing when you have a gun. I, uh, you you have, uh, God there. You're, you're a magic person who is allowed to murder anyone who threatens your property. But don't 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 anybody break a window. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> I don't think they even know who did the shooting in Portland because leftists aren't fucking nerds who call the cops and let them know they did a self-defense <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, and I hope that dude gets away. Good for him. I uh, fuck him. Fuck them all. Dressed, uh, fucking Dresden was correct. Ruby Ridge, the ATF did nothing wrong. I don't give a shit. Ugh. <laughs> you don't give a shit. You'd firebomb something right now for no reason. Yeah, so long as they're white racists and not move. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We should use unforgiving force against them. Well, guys, I think that's how we should end it. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck <laughs> it. There's no hope left. We're all, like, non-existence is better than existence. Uh, in the dust of this planet, reach Schopenhauer, fuck off. I hate everything. Yeah. All, we, all we are is dust in the wind. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was going to say... Uh, to, uh, that's wonderful thank you for reminding me of that um, <laughs> yeah anyway Matt end this on the wedding crashers will feral dust in the wind uh, it's, it's from <laughs> old school whatever I don't give a shit they're all the same <laughs> fucking movie old school is old school is a singular great, I'd say. I would say that Out Cold is an excellent fucking movie that should mm-hmm. be appreciated more than it is. It is pre-Hangover uh, Zach Alphanakis, and what they decided to do was, hey, what if we did a shitty version of American Pie, but also made it take place at a ski mountain like it's the 1980s and John Cusack is in this movie. But also, for the B-plot, we just do Casablanca. And uh, great movie. I love alcohol. That's one of my favorite terrible movies. I think every movie's B-plot should just be Casablanca. I think every movie's A-plot and B-plot should be Casablanca. <laughs> Casablanca is a great fucking film. Like, I mean, it's my normiest, like, fucking opinion about movies. Best I, movie I can't wait to. I can't wait to start producing a bunch of scripts. Now I'm on... You get... Uh, a certain way through it and you're like, oh, it's because it again, again. Oh, bunny. The point that you get through is the uh, point where they hear a song that they bitch about and then they see a person. That's the, that's the point where you know it's a Casablanca. It, see, now I'm going to be... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Casablanca ripoff. But, um, <laughs> should... There should be a, yeah, a B plot of absolutely. Casablanca, Boys of Brazil, like between 
What's the guy I playing? I have no memory of that movie. Other, I knew about the premise of that movie since I was in third grade and my teacher explained it to me. And I only saw that movie when I was 27. And I have no memory of that actual movie. Gregory Peck is the the leading Nazi scientist who's making mini <laughs> Adolf clones. And Laurence Olivier is the Nazi hunter who plays a. Yeah, I only the, know the fancy Nazi, the Nazi hunter. hunter. Yeah, I yeah. I, I only know Laurence um, Olivier from Brad Neely's Wizard People, dear reader, where he describes Harry Potter lying as using as smooth as the oil of Olivier. <laughs> Oh my god, he also played Shylock in Merchant of Venice. Okay, Al Pacino and Laurence Olivier both played Nazi yeah, hunters cool. and Shylock. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, the, like, uh, destruction and, like, sheer nihilistic doom will free you. Good night, everyone. <laughs> it will free you. Um, <laughs> End this on Burzum, Matt. End this on Burzum, please. Joe Biden, do one thing for me. That's all I ask this this election. I'm just asking for one funny thing, please, Joe. Something. Say a slur. Lee Kuan Yew, the most, the wisest man in the Orient. Anyway, guys, (laughs) bye. Burzum, bye. Yeah.